Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Hello again, it is Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing, your home for NASCAR routes and so much more racing. You can find out more at flowracing.com slash go MRN. Yeah, do that right off the top and uh, check out what's going on this weekend. A lot of great racing and a lot of great racing in the NASCAR world as well. And let's get right into it. I'm Steve Post, Pit Road Reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief in the Cup Series, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. The playoffs have started. Oh. We had quite a quite an eventful show this weekend. A two-day event. So, uh, bless your heart. What did what did what did you do all week? I mean, while well, I, I was stuck in the living room watching TV. Oh, you <laughs> poor little thing, stuck in the living room watching TV. Man, yeah. oh man, you were roughing it then, weren't and you? And the Xfinity race kept me up until what one o'clock. Oh, in the morning. terrible, wasn't it? That <sighs> Xfinity race a, kept you rough, up. It's a rough life. It's man, a rough life, oh man, but, uh, no. It's a you yeah. know, it's and I, I, kudos to NASCAR. I thought they handled the Cup weekend. About as well as you could yeah, with the weather yeah. that you've got down there. They they made the call pretty early that it wasn't going to happen Saturday night. Right. And, and got instead of sticking around till 10, 11, 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. We've seen that before. So, uh, and and having the foresight to uh, to move the race to 10 a.m. and working with the broadcast partners about getting that done. But knowing Florida weather in August, yeah. your best shot was 10 a.m. And we did get a window later, and they hung around. You know, by doing the 10 a.m., they still had the opportunity to finish the race. And uh, and got back to it, and um, a lot of carnage this weekend. No doubt, no doubt. I I do I do salute the the powers to be at NASCAR. When we went caution on Sunday afternoon with the rain delay, I, in complete honesty, there was not one person in that garage area that didn't want to go home or in my living room. Right, exactly. No, <laughs> seriously, but 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 to NASCAR's credit, it's one thirty in the afternoon. Yes. Yep. And you you can't. And, and it's Sunday. It's and, not a Monday. Right. And the fans are in the stand. Right. And, and the, really, you don't want your playoffs decided by a rainout. By a rainout. So exactly. So kudos to them for hanging tough with it. Yeah. We were talking about this. The worst thing in the world is someone in the infield at five o'clock tweeting a picture of sunshine. And we're all landing back in Concord at that point. I went through this at Michigan one year. We uh, we actually rained out a, a race at Michigan, and it was after multiple rain delays. But when you get to Michigan in the summertime, the sun doesn't go down to about nine thirty yeah, or ten right, o'clock right. at night. Right. Yeah. So um, when we rolled out of there, I'm like, the sun's out. We could have been going, and, and we were in a position that we needed that that extra run because right. we, we would have advanced, but um, forward in, in in the running order, but. It was also like eight thirty at night. Sure, and we bent. You've had fans through multiple rain delays. Yeah. It was just it was the right call at the time. But as a racer, you, you yeah, you exactly. have that right. Yeah, I was like, oh, we could have we could have got this thing done. I, I think we could have gotten five more spots. Five, exactly, yeah, it's, five, it's just a race it just race is. Race. But kudos, uh, it was uh, the Coke Zero Sugar four hundred, and it was four hundred miles. Yes, it and was. That's what it was. And you're right, a lot of carnage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's. But, but I'm not nuts about this car speedway racing. I'll just, just say, not, yeah. I, I just what's, say, it. what's there? A, what's I think the bumper structures are too round. I, I think, it, you know, I, I, it's it, the car as a whole has made 
vast improvements on our racing product. Sure. I, I think as a whole, I think the next gen car has done a great job. The front, the, the inner bumper structures that, that are mm-hmm. behind yep. the, the fascias. Um, if you look at our old cars, our old cars, we, they were pretty flat, flat. especially the back bumper. And the, it was a tubing structure. So once you took a hit or two, they'd even get a little bit more flat. Right. So then a guy pushing on you didn't have to be precisely. If you think about, you know, you think about like a cue ball and a, and a, and billiards, right? Yeah. It has to hit perfectly, perfectly on to right push on, it straight forward. No, and if it's, and if it's offline a little bit, it, it sends it in a different tra- trajectory. And that's, that's what we see out of these cars. And, and it's happening because the, the biggest push ends up at the front. Right. And, and I think all five cautions happen in the front row. Yeah, they happen at the front. Someone, someone, second, third, or fourth gets 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 a little nose. As you talk about it, the, the, the cue balls don't line up. Yes. And then when you're wrecking in the front, you're wrecking in the middle and the back too. And, and the other part about it that becomes a challenge is that, you know, where a driver actually can see something mm-hmm. is is yeah. staggered. So, yeah. um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, we have made racing better with this car no in doubt. a lot of places, yeah. and I, I'm I am a big supporter of the car. I just I wonder if NASCAR couldn't do something with the bumper structures to, to, to help Speedway stuff get even it out a little bit, get more. a little bit less of, you know, chaotic as to what it is. Yeah. I, I just, stars. it's, these cars don't have, they, they, they draft up better. They yeah. get to each other. There's not that, that beach ball bubble that we used to have when the rears of the cars, when we had, yeah. st- you know, mandated spring rates and stuff. Um, and it's just, uh, Talladega is going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Really truly is. When we get down to it, um, Justin Alexander is going to be our guest here. That's Austin Dillon's crew chief. Um, they survived the carnage, put themselves in a great spot, put themselves in a great spot when the rain came out, put themselves in a great spot when the racing came back out, and won twice. You know, yeah. if you wanted to call it early, they won. If you want to call it the end, I think that's good for them. They 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 did a great job with that. I wasn't I wasn't sure the strategy of rolling down backwards on pit road. Yeah, it was a little different, <laughs> but uh, it all worked out. It, it got them in a position. It'll be interesting to see what their thoughts were of uh, of what this race was, how they wanted to play this race out, what their strategy was going in, and um and, and see how that unfolded. We'll ask him those questions. We will. We'll, so we'll talk. Look forward to talk to him on that. The point battle. The visual I have is. Cars have already left pit road. The field has left pit road. And here's wounded Ryan Blaney and wounded Martin Truex Jr. Truex pulls out in front of Blaney. They're just 55 mile an hour, fenders, tape, everything. I'm like, man, what a what a point battle down to the end. And when you think about it, three points, which is not it's yes, it's three positions at Daytona. But it's three positions in Anywhere, Kansas in or 26 races. In 26 <clears throat> races, it's three positions. And if you're Martin Truex Jr. and James Small, you know you you you, you probably have a dozen three points where you're like, oh, we could have got it here, we could have got it here, we could have got it there. And, and this is part of, and this is a great opportunity for our fan base and, and listeners to understand why these race car drivers have to drive every position as if it's for yeah. your life. Because you know you look at it, and there's been multiple people that have chastise Ross Chastain for being too aggressive or, I mean, I worked with Joey Logano a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I got a lot of years of that. You've been there too. But, but, but that's three positions you've got to accumulate over. That's less than a position per race. Right. Right. Or it's just over a position per race. No, it's, it's, it's it's less than a 10th of a position per race. So, um, you have to, you have to tooth and nail and fight for every position you can during the regular season because 
You don't know where this all falls out. And the playoffs will make this even bigger because now it's down to three races. You've got you've got yeah. a cutoff that could be one point or two points. And it's also why having those playoff bonus points, every one of those stage wins you can get is a it's a bigger advantage bigger going bench. through this this playoff format. So uh, and you look at it now, we've got 15 points from third to 16th. Right. That's all they're separated That's by. That's all there is. Yeah. So come Bristol, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, you're going to have to fight your way out of that place. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to want to win Darlington or Kansas. That's what you're going to want to do. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what you want to be- do. Because, or, and, and honestly, I think these playoffs and with this car, as inconsistent as we've seen yeah. the field be, if you can just put solid runs together, you're going to put yourself in a better position. Because somebody, yeah. I think in those first two races, there will be somebody who just puts themselves in a must-win position. And, right. and and there will be a few of those. Yeah, but man, that, that little two-letter word, if. You oh, yeah. Just put yourself, because not I, I, many drivers this year have put together three consistent weeks in a row. Exactly, exactly. I thought going into Daytona, I thought Blaney was in a pretty solid position. I thought Martin had to be nervous. And and that wreck happened before stage one. I'm yeah. like, and Blaney's in trouble. Blaney's in trouble. I didn't and think he that was. they. And I didn't think was. that they get back out. I thought he they did a phenomenal job fixing the car. Martin, we had Martin during rain delay coverage, and Martin said these crashes are killing him because Martin was on the lead lap or a lap down. Blaney was five laps down. Lead lap. Lead lap to five laps down. To yeah. Five laps down. Yeah. The problem of it is, is if if Martin can keep all the cars on the racetrack. Then, uh, then they're not. Uh, but what happened is, is that they then they would fall behind Blaney, and Blaney, I just put him in. Blaney ended up six or seven laps down in fifteenth. Yes, exactly. By the time it all got by the done. time it got done, exactly, he wouldn't have been fifty. He, you no, know, if he was thir- if, he was thirty seventh when he right, first ran. Absolutely, all but, those crashes did not play into Martin's favor. Yep, because all those cars would have been ahead of Blaney, and um, and you know, and then they're all in there. You know, a couple of. A couple of other walking woundeds, and Martin had been in good shape. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. Yeah. Hey, Mar- Martin, Martin finished his second in the race, and he's yeah. <laughs> so, but his car couldn't keep up. I mean, yeah. it's just fascinating stuff. It really is. Yeah, it was a. It was, it was suspenseful to the last lap. Yeah. Because you didn't know if Martin would get a run back with somebody, right? And and get back up to to yeah to second or third. Yeah, because I mean, you have wild uh, David Reagan's in there mixing it up. Martin could get on his front bumper or something like that. We know that that guy knows how to get to the front. And, and we watch and we watch Martin push Austin Cindric out to a pretty big lead. Right, so you right. knew he could po- push somebody push. if he had a clean car in front of him. And I didn't know whether that would be something that he would play with, but yeah. it didn't yeah, come to you, fruition yeah. for him. I don't know. Crazy stuff it really is, and it was what it was, the season finale of the NASCAR Cup Series regular season finale. And now we go playoff racing. Ten straight weeks. Man, it is going to be exciting, that is for sure. Motor Racing Network are going to be there the whole time as well. You can subscribe to Flow Racing. It's the home of NASCAR roots. Catch the NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds, the Arkham Menard Series, the Pinty Series, NASCAR Weekly Racing. Subscribe today. Over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. The headliners this week. Oh, Todd. NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds at Oswego Saturday night. Ah, that's home for me. Man, I'll tell you what. We the got Steel Palace. The Steel Palace. And, and, and by the way, um, the uh, the whole weekend from Oswego is on floor racing as well. Classic weekend. Yeah, I, I, I missed that one. I, that was the first racetrack I ever raced at. Yeah. Spent three years up there. And uh, and yeah. uh, and actually, the last race I ever ran in a late model, I won up there. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, Oswego. And a buddy of mine, uh, you, you probably know him, he he, he rode up there, Dick Macko. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he's a Facebook friend of mine. He lives down here in North Carolina. He's been unbearable because I think Thursday he's headed 
to the, at it there. And it's just like salt potatoes, Hoffman hot dogs, beer, yes, yes. super modified. It's, it's just, yes. you know, so. Fries with vinegar on them. Fries with vinegar on them. That's right. Fries yep. with vinegar on them. That's right. That's we go. I love yeah, that. Yeah, the Hoffman hots are, are pretty Oh, man. Pretty I had, um, where was I at? Uh, Canandaigua has Hoffman hot dogs. Yeah. And I was up there a couple of weeks ago when we were up at Watkins Glen, and there's just something special about it. There's yeah, something special about us we go. I really. mean, it's a, it's a, with a super modified, with a wing show. And a non-wing show, you know, because they don't run right. wings on the on the supers weekly on at, the classic, at, yeah, yeah. at Oswego, but uh, they do a wing show and a non-wing show. The modifieds up there, great weekend of racing. Yes, it is. So if you can't make it to Oswego, if you can make it there, get there. If you can't make it there, Flow Racing has you covered as well. Other headliners on Flow Racing: the Arca West Series is at Portland International Speedway. NASCAR Pinty Series is at uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Weekly racing, whew, they're all running. Otterdome Granby, Riverhead, Jennerstown, Berlin, South Boston. Hickory has the Bobby Isaac Memorial. That's a that's a that's a great race. Langley, Lacrosse, Evergreen, Alaska, Raceway Park, Meridian. Also want to mention Florence Motor Speedway Saturday night. And again, there's another one. If you're going to Darlington, it is a 20-minute drive down to Florence Motor Speedway. That Xfinity race, three o'clock start time. Should be done in plenty of time to get down for the 7 o'clock green flag at Florence Motor Speedway. But again, if you can't be there in person, you can catch it on Flow Racing. You can go to www.flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. Justin Alexander, he joins us next. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hey everyone, it's Kyle Busch. At Cheddar's, you get a variety of American classics in a place that feels like home. They have comfort food like hand-breaded chicken tenders, homemade chicken pot pie with nearly a half a pound of roasted chicken under that golden flaky crust, slow-smoked baby back ribs so big they're falling off the plate, all for unbeatable prices. And the best part? A free honey butter croissant for every guest. Now that's how they do it. Cheddar's. Get a lot for not a lot. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR Roots. And we have wrapped up the regular season and did it in spectacular fashion. Well, spectacular fashion for a lot of people, including that number three car up at Richard Childress Racing, picking up the win, locking themselves in. And uh, Todd, I was in Victory Lane. Mike Dillon rolls into Victory Lane, of course, Austin's dad. And I said, that's just how you scripted it, isn't it? And he said, yeah, that is just how he scripted it. Joining us here is the crew chief, Justin Alexander. And, uh, Boy, there's no scripting down at Daytona. My gosh, what a what a 400 miles you guys had down there. Congratulations. Has to feel good to come out on the top end of that thing. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, it was uh, it was certainly uh, a good way to end the, the regular season and and get us into the playoffs there. So it was a wild one. It was one we had to kind of uh, wait out there in the rain and and got delayed and and uh, you just kind of roller coaster of emotions. But uh, you know, ultimately ended up working out in the end. Building into the weekend, what what was the game plan, and how did that uh, how did that deviate during the race for you? Well, we, you know, obviously we knew we had to win to get in, and, and that was the ultimate goal. Um, 
going into the weekend, you know, barring any rain, we were planning to just kind of ride a little bit the first stage and, and uh, you know, try to miss some of the first, the, the big one. And typically that, that July race, um, I think the average is uh, maybe 29 cars are involved in accidents in that race uh, over the last 10 years. Uh, so it gets crazy. So we knew that we were planning on riding a little bit and, and, and then kind of just um, going from there and, and really trying to race to the front from there. So um, after the, you know, delay and then the, we started on Sunday, the rain, we, we knew rain was threatening all race. And we knew that once we got to halfway, it, it could be over. So um, we did ride a little bit that first stage and um, we still, we still kind of, you know, had that plan in uh, on Sunday. And then as soon as the uh, second stage started, we just went to going. And um, fortunate enough, we, we did get involved in a few uh, incidents uh, prior to the rain, to, to the big one in the rain. We, um, we spun down pit road backwards. I think we did, we did a backwards pit stop um, with some damage uh, there and went a lap down right there before we got our lap back and, and, and uh, right before the rain came. And, um, and then we got involved in another incident um, with, with got a little fender damage on that. So nothing crazy. Just guys just kept working on it. We kept working on it, staying in it, keeping our heads in it. Um, ended up getting the lucky dog uh, right there before the rain came and got back on the lead lap. And, and really we were riding 15th and um, going into one and, and somehow the entire field crashed and, and, you know, amazingly somehow we went to the apron and, and he just, you know, he got through it. Uh, typically that doesn't happen. Uh, it's, 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 you know, unfrequent that, that you can get through a, a wreck like that unscathed, uh, unscathed. So, uh, it was, it was very fortunate. You threw a number out there that, that was interesting to me because my perception has been a little different. I want to talk a little bit about it. You said an uh, average of 29 cars in, involved in, in incidents over the last 10 years. I feel like it's gotten, it's, the incidents have gotten worse with this car. Just be, and, and to me, this is outsider looking in. The bumpers are more round. The pushes are harder to line up. Um, do you feel that way? Or, or is that just what we've seen historically out of this July race? I think historically, you know, I think this July race is, um, especially being a, a playoff cutoff race, ultimately that that's going to lead to more, more guys being a little crazier and, and a little more out of control. But, um, I think this, the nature of this car in general, I think it's a little tougher to drive for, for these drivers. Uh, and throughout the season, we've seen, we've seen a lot more incidents, um, even in practice guys just spinning out, you know, and, and wrecking in practice on their own. And, um, it, it, the drivers are really pushing this car to the, to the limit. And uh, I think the, this car is not as easy to save as, as the previous generations um, when they do get sideways and, and some of those things. So I think these drivers are kind of pushing the cars to the limit throughout practice, throughout qualifying. And we've seen a lot more incidents, you know, qualifying practice, even in the races where um, guys are losing it on their own or, or, or really just getting, you know, in, involved in incidents more in, in the race. So I do think that this generation is, has led to more incidents in general. Uh, but I think this race, the Daytona race, has always been a um, – I don't know where I got that stat from. Um, I, I saw it. I found it on Twitter somewhere. But um, about, the, about the average of 29 cars. Uh, if it was on tri- uh, Twitter, it's got to be true. <laughs> no, it's got to be true. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I think it came from a reliable source. I, I just um, – it it's just, you know, it's not it's not unbelievable. It's It's really – it's yeah. the nature mm-hmm. of speedway racing, to be honest, and um, uh, and I think with everything's amped up, especially that last race, all all the guys that are on the outside looking in are are just fighting 
and you saw that multiple times guys leading the race on Sunday that, that weren't in the playoffs, um, a bunch of guys and the rain could have come at any time. And any of those guys could have, uh, you know, several guys could have got into the, to the playoffs. So I don't know. It's just, uh, it's crazy and, and, uh, fortunate, you know, it worked out for us. Justin, you mentioned something about the guys having to be on the edge. And prior to you joining us, Todd and I talked about it. And we were talking in reference to the point battle uh, that Martin Truex Jr., three positions, not three positions at Daytona, three positions in the 26 races could have made the difference. How intense is it week in and week out for you guys to scratch and claw knowing that that could have been you as much as it could have been Martin Truex Jr. How intense is it? How on the edge are you guys? Have you been all all, all season long? Well, it's, it, it has been me. And uh, over the past several couple of years, we've been fighting for playoff yeah. uh, seems uh, points positions there late or even in the playoffs when you're fighting for every, every point um, with stage racing. Um, you, it's always in the back of your mind. You're always just trying to accumulate the most points. And, We've never seen this many winners, right, in a in a season, um, and so we, we've never really gotten down to this to where it's only going to be, you know, it's crazy to think that a guy that far up in points uh, missed the playoffs. Um, so I don't know how they went about things, but from from my perspective, we you know we're always trying to maximize points um, throughout the day and and trying to you know get uh, those um, stage points just because it's, it always comes down. It seems to always come down to three points, five points, you know, you're always close right at the end. And, and it's always that one time, that one race, you wish you could go back and, and do something just a little bit different just to get those three points or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, it's always a focus, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you have to just lay it out there and, and go for the win um, and, and give up those points. So yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the win fixes everything, right? Yeah, no, always, always. Um, so it's, it's great to be in the playoffs. Say that. As we look at this first round, uh, tracks we go to in the first round were decent finishes for you earlier in the season. You know, ninth at Darlington, thirteenth uh, at Kansas. Uh, you had to feel good about the notebook going back and and what you had from those races. Yeah, we do. We we really didn't have that great of a car at Darlington uh, in the spring, and we managed to finish ninth there. And Darlington's one of Austin's better tracks. We've run pretty well there over the years. Uh, had some good finishes in the playoffs uh, uh, over the years. So we we are. I think we've learned a lot for, on our mile and a half stuff and our intermediate packages uh, since then, and, and that we're going to take back. And I think we'll be we'll have a much stronger car going back. And uh, same thing at Kansas. We we didn't have the best car. Uh, we managed a good finish. And um, and then Bristol has always been a, um, a a good track for Austin too. So. That one's going to be a little bit of a wild card. Um, not, you know, we haven't been there this year yet on that that configuration of track, and um, it's going to be a little bit different with this with this car. And and I think everyone's going to be trying to figure it out for the first time. Um, so, it um, it's going to be crazy, but I, I feel good about what we have and in, in the three tracks we have uh, in this first round. Justin, if I'm not mistaken, Kansas in the spring you were not there. I think you were on uh, COVID protocol, if I'm not mistaken. How big picture question, but we can apply it to going back there. How does that work? How does a crew chief follow along? How do you how do you participate during COVID protocol? And and did you see things maybe from COVID protocol that you wouldn't have seen at the racetrack? Um, yeah, we you know with the technology we have, I was I was actually at my house the entire time, and and um, I was I was connected in and and 
you know, paying attention, following along, uh, helping the guys, you know, make some calls. And, and um, I was right there with them. I just wasn't at the racetrack. So yeah. it, uh, it does give you a different perspective on things. It allows you to see things from a little bit different view um, and, and pick up some things you otherwise wouldn't pick up. So there was certainly some of that. Uh, and, um, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there at the track, but um, but yeah, I think, I don't think I missed anything. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, you know, we'll roll right in there and, uh, without missing a beat. When you look at the, you look at the playoffs, what, what do you look forward to, uh, in the, in the playoffs forward and, and what are you nervous about? Um, well, just looking forward to being in the playoffs to start with, uh, just having a shot and, uh, to start there. And then this first round, honestly, it, it's three good tracks for us, um, decent tracks that we can run well at. And I think it gives us a good shot to, to push us through to the next round. If, if we execute and do what we have to do and, and, um, um, you know, and then, you know, the unknowns and, and, you know, what, what worries you, you're always worried about, um, you're worried about everything in the playoffs. I'll, you know, honestly, and, and worrying about having that bad, bad pit stop or that penalty and, and losing track position or, or going to lap down or, 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 being involved in a crash maybe that's not of your own doing um that that kind of puts you behind so uh there's all these things there's tons of things to worry about but we're not gonna you know uh, try not to worry about those things we have a plan for everything um you know we're we're under the mindset that we're we're never going to give up uh throughout a race um we showed that sunday and well, when we were lapped down and uh we got back on the lead lap and, and then won the race so you can um you can come back from, from these races, especially these longer races, and, and uh, you're never out of it. No. 500 miles at Darlington. A lot's going to happen on Sunday night. That is for sure. Uh, then Kansas, sure. then Bristol, and, and, and then we go on to the next round. Justin, um, Richard Childress Racing, um, getting both cars in the playoff. Um, obviously that's a great thing. I mean, that's, you know, it's not, it, it's, it, but what, what, what does that do to the dynamic though? Both cars in versus a split a split team. How do, is, is there a dynamic change with, with that, that you guys have been able to accomplish there? No, um, it is a great accomplishment by uh, everyone sure. at this organization uh, for sure, for start with, but um, uh, certainly there's, there's different dynamic, I guess, with one car in and one car out versus two cars in. Um, I think, you know, I think ultimately when you have two cars, you have a better shot. The organization has a better shot at winning a championship and uh, you, you have two, uh, you know, um, two races in the horse or two horses in the race. Sorry. And, um, so, you know, but, you know, I think there's other things that when you only have one car in and one car out, you can, you can put maybe more all your energy and all your effort into one car. And, and, um, but you know, this company, we've been doing this all year long. We've, we've put, you know, all of our energies, all of our, uh, all the work into both these cars. Uh, I think the the product on the track has shown uh, we've we've run good all year long. The eight car's been running well all year long. Has two wins, um, so I think we're you know we're going to just continue to do the same thing. And, and the eight car and and the three car we work really well together. We we um, we we set the cars up. Um, you know we we really work off each other in the simulators and and uh, the, you know I get along with Randall really well. We're we're good friends and. And we share a lot of things, so we tend to go uh, very similar to the track sometime, and and we work out. You know, we're able to work off each other during the weekend too. So, I think we uh, the good relationship we have, and and um, I think it's going to pay off to have both of us in here and, and pushing each other. Um, you know, that much harder. Um, you know, to to help us. Uh, you know, achieve more in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and first time since 17 that you've put both cars in the playoffs. And I think that that speaks for what I've seen out of out of your program. Your program's elevated this year from from where we've seen it the last couple of years as a whole. I think both of you have been competitive at times. Uh, you were, what, two feet from winning the Coke 600, <laughs> I, I felt like. That's right, um, yeah. You know, really, really close and a great run down through there. Put yourselves in positions again. How much did taking on the the, the development of this next-gen car how much do you think that's had an impact on on the the, the kind of resurgence and 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 being where you are? Because you guys you guys have 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 definitely elevated your game this year relative to where the last couple of years have been. Sure, no, that that certainly helped us. I think um, from the get go this season. I mean, we started off the year really strong. We had um, some good, even starting at the Clash. We we had really good races at the Clash with both cars. Um, we had. Um, you know, the first couple races, we finished second at California. We, um, you know, Tyler ran really well at, at a lot of those tracks and, and, and us the same. So I think, I think that development and, and the car changed <clears throat> the, the car we're racing now is not the same car that, yes. that was developed exactly, obviously. And, uh, we had very few parts and pieces back then. And, and, but it did give us a little bit of a, um, I'd say a jump on, on how to, you know, on some, some of the, you know, other details that you, you don't, you take for granted, uh, on assembly and, and some other things. So I think, um, getting to, getting to run the car and, and develop to, to help to be a part of developing the car did certainly helped us a little bit. And, um, but, but we've had to go, you know, we've had to do a lot since then. So I think it helped us from the get go. And then, and then we've had to push hard as we've seen some of these other teams and manufacturers kind of, um, kind of take a step up and, and find some things, uh, the Toyotas and, and the Fords and, and so we're, you know, we're, we're just trying to keep up and, and I feel like the Chevrolets have done a great job this year as a whole to, to, um, uh, you know, to stay with those guys. And I think, you know, we're going to have a really good shot at, at bringing home a championship. Yeah. And I, I want to back that one up and just make sure it's clear. I got to do two of the next gen tests, uh, one with Joey, one with Ryan, because I kind of shuffled teams yeah. between that. I thought you guys did a phenomenal job of, 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 of helping everybody and, and being there. Uh, I thought, I thought really it was a, class a effort of of helping this car to get to where it is i think you guys have to take pride in in really the success we've had out of this car as well because uh, uh you sure. know you implement a lot of things i thought you guys did a great job with that um going to a different subject here this is this is your second session working with austin um and, and it's a different kind of environment for you it's got to be you've got you've got a lot of You've got three generations of family that work <laughs> around you, for you, above you, beside you. Yeah. Um, what's that? What's that like for you? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm kind of used to it by now, and, and it's kind of second nature. Uh, but it is. Uh, it's certainly. Um, it's fun to be a part of this. You know, in the the, the family and and with with the, the multiple generations uh, that that uh, that are here and uh, involved with the company. So. I don't know. It's something I've been doing for so long now. It, it's kind of just second nature and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me. It just, it's just part of the, part of the deal and it's part of the organization. Um, but it is, it, it's special to be a part of this organization and the history here and, and all that, uh, that goes along with it and this car number and, and being with Austin and, um, and, you know, trying to help him, um, you know, succeed and, and grow has, has been, a has been, uh, been fun. Do you ever get to step back and realize that now this is the second time you've put the three in the victory lane at Daytona? You guys won the Daytona 500 a few years back as well. I can't imagine 
I, I in Victory Lane, I, I saw Richard in Victory Lane, and I'm like, it's just right that Richard Childress is in Victory Lane, but it's right that three cars in Victory Lane at Daytona as well. Do you ever just stand back and say, man, that's 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 pretty badass. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't think I've done that yet. Um, you know, obviously, every time you get to Victory Lane, it's special, and and um, I think at some point in my life, I'll probably look back and 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 maybe uh, soak that up a little bit a little bit more than I do right now. Right now, I'm just kind of in the thick of things, but yeah. ultimately, you know, obviously, I realize you know, how, how special and important this, this car number is and, and, uh, being involved with, with RCR is. So, uh, certainly it doesn't go, um, lost on me. Uh, so, but I will, uh, you know, ultimately I will, you know, keep appreciating it, uh, appreciating it more as, uh, as it time goes on and I get older. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's fascinating. It really truly is. It was really cool. And, uh, love getting the chance. I actually ran over with MRN and caught a, caught a quick quote from Richard there in Victor Lane. Cause I just, just thought that was, 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 was really, really special. Your history there, 2017, 2018, you were with Austin 2019. You did a limited schedule, variety of drivers, some Xfinity races, and he came back in 2020 with Austin. That downtime, was it, was it like riding a bike when you guys got together? How important was that downtime? And you guys had success back at that first stint as well. What was, what was it like getting back together, uh, 2020? Um, really it was like we're, right where we left off. You know, I, I was still involved with the company throughout sure. 2019. I, I did a lot of, um, a lot of races, a lot of part-time races and Xfinity races. And, um, I did, I actually did Tyler Reddick's first cup race with him. Uh, at Kansas. And um, so I stayed involved with the teams. I, I kept up with what was going on with that team and, and um, you know, helping those guys and, and doing everything to su- support that team. So um, a lot of the guys, you know, most of the guys were the same guys on the team when, when I came back. And, um, and then, you know, the relationship with Austin was, was still there. So it, um, it really was like, you know, like getting back on a bike and, um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, a year later and, um, and a few things had changed with car, but but really nothing crazy, and and it was uh, we picked right back up. So going off on a on a different piece that that, that some of the fan base may uh, may be aware of, um, you know, Austin Austin and your Jackman have a TV program that that plays at times on USA. How does uh, is that all pre-recorded, or will that record through the playoffs? How does that impact you as as a race team? No, that's all. You know, that's all pre-recorded. Um, that, that stuff uh, was was previously filmed earlier in the season, and and um, I, you know, we, it's not. I don't. Um, I don't see it very much. Um, it, it's not. Um, they, they, you know, they do. They do film uh, from time to time, uh, but but it doesn't take away from uh, from what I'm doing and, and what we're doing, and and um, you know, it's just. So different than being at the racetrack with cameras around you and 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 media around you and and it's just something you just you tend to you know i tend to at least kind of just you know focus out and and, and worry about the task at hand so um you know it's 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 a good little uh you know it's it's a cool deal and i'm uh, glad they get to do it and and um you know i think it elevates um you know spotlights some of the sport and 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 you know maybe bring some new fans in so um, all that's cool, and uh, but but yeah, it's uh, it, it it won't affect us, and um, I don't think they're filming right now anyway. So, I um, I could be wrong, but uh, you know, going into the playoffs, you know, we have one 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 focus, and and that's on uh, winning and and winning the championship. Final question for you, and this is totally away from racing. Uh, back in 2011, you founded a company called Sank, and then you founded a. Um, a, a souvenir business a few years ago. Um, you seem like you're a pretty enterprising uh, uh, entrepreneurial type guy. Um, any more any more projects like that, or are you just uh, just just sticking to the crew chief gig? 
Yeah, not not right now. Um, you know, I I, uh, I was in I was in racing for about eight years, eight nine years with Hendrick Motorsports yeah. uh, when I first came out of uh, college, and I uh, I kind of kind of grew up there, so to speak. And then I I kind of got out and and went off on my own and did some entrepreneurship stuff and something I've always wanted to do and and always you know loved doing and working for myself and and doing some things like that. So. Um, you know, and I got back in racing and, and um, t- you know, I took a couple years off and then I got back in the sport and, and um, you know, I've been doing it ever since. So always in the back of my mind, obviously, it's always there. Um, you know, when you're crew chief and you don't have time to do anything, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't even have time to I barely have time to see my family at this point. So um, it, the nature of the job just lends itself. You, you just don't have that time. So, you know, at some point down the road in the future, I'll probably will. Probably do something else and and um, and venture into something else, but uh, that's just my nature, and um, you know it gives me uh, it's fun and you know always challenging to 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 try something new and and go off uh, you know kind of on a tangent. You need to get on the Todd Gordon plan, uh, Justin. He spent all weekend. He <laughs> yeah. spent all weekend in his living room, bless his heart, while we're down there in Daytona. Uh, yeah, you need to get on his deal, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It doesn't fund the entrepreneurial. It doesn't ideas, fund so. the entrepreneurial. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Good stuff. Justin, congratulations on the win. Uh, we appreciate the time joining us here as well. And we can't wait to no see what you guys in that three team have with the uh, playoffs. Good luck at Darlington and good fortune throughout it. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road again. But thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me. There we go. Justin Alexander joining us here on Crew Call. Stay with us more in just a moment. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR roots. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here. And going to be fascinating to see how that three car, how that eight car, how they navigate the playoffs gotta be fascinating to see how sixteen of them do. I mean, this is we're we're at just we're at the most wonderful, fascinating time of the year, and we're going to Darlington of all places. And, and uncharted territories with where this car's been this year, and and different organizations having speed at different times, and the comers and goers. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, and and nothing like kicking off this the playoffs with what I would call the longest. And I was talking yeah. to Blaney about this on Monday, the most grueling event of the year. Yeah. I mean, 500 miles at Darlington. I asked Blaney point blank. Yeah. 500 miles at Darlington, Coke 600. Yeah. Oh, by far, 500 miles at Darlington is hard, more is is way harder on you. 
Because really? you, well, yeah, because it's 500 miles of running this far yeah. off the wall, and we can talk. We <clears throat> can talk. I've I've talked to a couple of uh, different crew chiefs last weekend. Was previewing kind of Darlington. We can talk, and these bodies are more forgiving, but now the tow links are not more forgiving. Right. So we're still in the same boat. You, yeah. you, you need to get close, but minimize the Darlington stripes. Yeah, you do. You do. The, 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 just easing up on it, that's yeah, not that, the penalty it used to be. Right. But you can't hit it hard. And, and then the, the grip strip that they've got off of turn two, two. where they repaved turn two, it actually made that a harder part of the racetrack. Uh, because it, it, it's harder to pass. You can't drive down under somebody because your left sides end up off the grip. Right. And and then there's a bump on, on exit. exit. We saw Ross Chastain. I think he was leading the race. Right at that point. And, and spun out and hit the inside wall. So um, if not leading the race, he'd led many laps yeah, earlier. Yeah, he did. You're but, right uh, about that. I forgot about that, but you're so, right. He so did the, on his own, yeah. That's And that's the that's the new asphalt. <laughs> not to mention how how hard it is yeah. to get a hold of the old asphalt. Uh, chatted with Kevin Harvick, and I asked him about the Harvick line three and four and he said this car is we haven't got there yet so he says we're snuggled up to the wall yeah now, so we'll see now i also sense that kevin is not convinced that the harvick line can't be found yeah down there on the inside it'll i mean come, it'll come to play it'll come to play <laughs> it'll come uh, to play. but it's just fascinating and i just we, we we talk about change we talk about this changed here and this changed here we're going street racing we're doing this i'm telling you what and some people like this and some people don't like that and everything else Whoever decided the Southern 500 starts the playoff is a genius. Yeah. This, yes. It's like that person deserves a perpetual attaboy. It, it belongs on Labor yes. Day weekend. and it belongs on Labor Day weekend. Just, Darlington, South Carolina. Boys, yeah. you want to go playoff racing? Let's get ready to work up a sweat. Here we go. It's it's what what an iconic way to kick off the playoffs. And and I think uh, I think it's, it's going to be a great show. 500 miles. Three segments that are very similarly Yeah, that's done. right. Yeah. Uh, 12 sets of stickers. You'll wish you had 14. Yeah. Most uh, pit stops will probably do all year long. Action on pit road. I mean, even if you don't have cautions, I, I laid this one out. I think there's I think there's eight or nine pit stops anyway, without yeah, cautions. without cautions. And then as a crew chief, if you've got two laps on a set of tires and a caution comes out, you're going to come put tires on. Except the year that, uh, except the year that Carl Edwards won with Daring Grub, which is true, but that was that was, a, that was closer to when they repaved. Right, Darlington since the repave has now come back to being the Darlington one, that we knew that we grew up racing yeah. on. Um, you know, there was, I mean, uh, uh, the '78 car won there, staying out, staying out with Regan Regan Smith. Smith, right? Uh, we, but that was right after repave. Yeah, that that Carl Edwards Daring Grub thing is in the lure of MRN. Uh, Winston had uh, Carl in his fantasy racing team, and so we ran four or five laps. Caution comes out. Everybody comes down pit road except for Carl. Carl's out on the racetrack, and Green Flag comes out, and everybody goes to Carl. Winston's on the second channel, and he says to Alex Hayden, he said, "Walk right up on that pit box and punch Daring Grub right in the mouth for me." <laughs> just joking around, you know, just having a good time joking around, you know? Yeah. A little bit later, I'm walking down pit road. I see Greg Zipadella. I said, and he's, he's, he's calculate. He is, as he said, yeah. we're going to run out of tires. Yes. And it's like, what? And he says, we're going to run out of tires at this pace. And all of a sudden, as we're getting closer and closer to out of tires, there was one team that was not going to run out of tires. Caution with 10, 12, 15 laps to go. Here comes, and Carl got his lap back with a lucky dog or something. Yep. Here comes Carl down pit road, only car on pit road. 
And Alex is like, Winston, you still want me to go up there and punch Darren Grubb in the mouth? And Winston's like, no, it's all good right now. That's really And boy, I'll tell you what, Carl was a man among boys. Then it was a matter of just not running over people as he was trying to get forward. I mean, yeah. it's, that's Darlington. It's so awesome <clears throat> down there. So fascinating. Really. Not only is the asphalt so wore out that you don't want to run 20 yeah. laps on tires, but the two ends are so different. Yeah. That, that you've got to run, you know, one and two, you've got to run dead up on a wall. And actually that grip strip has changed how you run that place because now you, you actually run your momentum until you get to the grip and then you can turn off. Turn off, yeah. But, uh, and, and to the Harvick line, I think it comes back. I, yeah. I actually think we'll see it this weekend where you can run down low or mm-hmm. you can run right up against the wall. Three and four. You know, yeah. as I remember having a conversation with Joey of, of you think the bottom plays and, and uh, he's like, no, no. And like lap five, he's on the bottom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does. I guess it does. It's, it, this was low down force. You know, we, yeah. when we went to that, and um, I think this place is going to be pretty racy. <sighs> the runs off the top of three and four are are incredible. But if you can get down to the bottom and creep around it and get up where you can block that run, yeah, you're in a great spot for passing cars. So, I, what a phenomenal place <laughs> to go to kick off the playoffs, and, and it's yeah. just. It's going to be exciting. And the green flag pit stops, getting to pit road. I mean, there's so much built into this event. Yeah. It it will test every aspect of your team. Yes, it will. And that's what it needs to be. Yeah. And that's what's awesome. And that's why we love it that so much. We're just going on and on about it because we just can't wait to get there. That's for sure. Motor Racing Network will be there all weekend long. Our coverage starts Saturday at noon. We have Cup Series practice and qualifying. And then at 2.30... It is the Sports Clip Haircut VFW Help a Hero 200 for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Sunday, our coverage on MRN, 5 o'clock Eastern Time, the Cookout Southern 500 NASCAR Cup Series race. You need to go to Darlington. First first option, go to Darlington. If you can't go to Darlington, then just sit back, pop some popcorn, and twist the center Motor Racing Network. We'll have you covered all weekend long. Man, I just I, I get I there's there's a couple of weeks a year that uh, it, and this this is playoffs to some degree, but even in the spring, I just I look forward to to Friday just driving there because I know we're in for something special. Yeah, it's 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 a just iconic event. Yeah, and it's it is it's it's action going all the time. You don't need cautions to make this place exciting. No, and that's that's no. the cool part about it no. is is you can go caution free and it's still. Uh, just a whale of a race yeah. with with all the cycles and, and pit cycles and things that are happening. Uh, a great event. And what a, I mean, just kicking off the playoffs with this, with, with yeah. the Southern 500. Yeah. It's, it's a crown jewel and, and one that's well worth the, the I mean, Man. if you won there, you've done it. And the guy that wins this one, if he's a playoff driver. Woo, man. Yes. That is a, it is a big win to win the Southern 500. It is even bigger to win this first round because then Kansas, Kansas, which has become a wild, Lord knows why that's a wild card race, but that thing gets out of control. And then, and then sort of Justin, we have not had this car on Bristol concrete yet. And and Bristol's a 500 lap event, and I'm hearing the possibility of shifting. Ooh, man, oh, man. Imagine having to shift four times in 15 seconds. Go win Darlington. (laughs) Go win Darlington, and you don't have to worry nearly as much about shifting at Bristol or anything else at Bristol. We'll we'll see where it goes, but uh, yes, yeah, it's uh, what a what an event we're we're getting ready to kick off the playoffs, and and it's it's going to be exciting. Exciting, that is for sure. We are so glad you joined us here. Thank you to Justin Alexander from up at Richard Childress Racing for joining us. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing, the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere, whether it's dirt, asphalt, drag racing, off-road, you can find it. Learn more at flowracing.com slash go MRN. Thanks for joining us, everyone.